Hello and welcome to our very first RCC Insider, a series of Fuel the Conversation, a podcast for fuel people by fuel people. My name is Freddie Riddler. And I'm Kyle Sheehan. I'm Jessica Balderston. And I'm Abby Thurston. Welcome, everyone, to the very first RCC Insider. So Abby or Jess, kind of explain to our listeners why we're having this new series to Fuel the Conversations podcast. Yeah, the purpose of this is we just want to inform our customers some of the new enhancements we have or things that they might not be aware of. So we just want to keep everyone informed and in the loop on things happening at RCC. Because there's... We're, we're listening to our users, we're talking to them, we're getting that feedback and want to share kind of what we've been discussing and creating for our customers. Yes, and I'm glad you mentioned that we're listening to our customers and you know who you are out there, you're listening to this right now. Um, they, they're coming up to Kyle and I at various meetings and summits and conventions saying, we love your podcast, we love your interviews you're doing with people, but we'd also like one to kind of explain what's going on with RCC, what are you working on, what's the next project, when's the rollout date, what are we? What should we expect this winter, and so on. So this is going to be a really fun uh, series to fuel the conversation. So again, welcome to RCC Insider. Today's topic is going to be notifications and service manager. So I'll let you two kind of discuss why we decided to go with those two subjects. First of all, for those that don't know, what are notifications and what is service manager? Perfect. Good comment. Um, Notifications, we'll start with that one. That is having the capability of texting your customers out of RCC. And if they don't want to opt up for texting, we also have the capability of emailing. We have a few hooks in place currently. We're still working on building and expanding that as well. Um, One of the cool ones is we just released that inside uh, a couple of our queries, you can filter down your customers and you can create a template to either text or email them out of the software. That's really cool. So what would be an instance of possibly using that in the field? Well, we could use the hurricane example that's going on in our Florida customers right now. Um, You could filter down customers and then you could just say like, hey, we noticed that the hurricane's coming. If you need anything from us, please give us a call, text us. We're doing our best to have everybody safe, things like that. That's so cool. You know, I get text messages all the time from people that I've opted into that tell me, you know, little bits of information about what they're doing, specials, you know, discounts and all those things. That's a really cool feature. Yeah. And Abby, I have a question for you. When um, we'll stay with the notifications, when we decide that we have a new project that RCC, work, RCC is going to be start to uh, implementing or working on, they like to put together a team from the start. And you want to just kind of go through what's all involved when an idea comes to the table. Yeah, absolutely. We kind of uh, an idea, and often it comes from our customers. So thank you all for your feedback, and and we still come back to you guys even after we've started creating it to, to make it even better. Um, so here we kind of start with an idea. We gather a team of people who are interested and passionate about it. And it, it's a team from support, from programming, even on the sales perspective of what we're hearing from customers. Um, and we kind of all get around the table and start talking through the, you know, what's what our customers want and how we can make that work and implement that. and. Everybody tosses their ideas around and, and we start designing that and start making it come to life. So 
And Good. oftentimes we um, have product drops early on in the stages mm-hmm. where we pull in our customers, we present them our ideas of what we came up with, and we get their feedback on what they want to see, how they would implement it themselves. Are there certain things they like, don't like? Because here in the office, when we build that team, we have a good feeling of what you like, but we want to see how you would actually implement that in your real mm-hmm. work environment and how you would use it out of the system. So yeah. how does a company opt in to be like one of those beta testers? Is there a process that they go through or is it simply they talk to their support staff and say, I really want to be a beta tester? A lot of times we have that fluid communication with our customers, so we know it's product. And we'll use service manager as an example. We know our customers who are really heavy in service manager, so we kind of gravitate towards those first. Um, Keep up to date on our emails. We often send them via email. Um, And then also, if it's a topic you're interested in, contact your support staff and they know the right people to reach out to at our office. So going back to notifications before we jump into service manager, um, like they were saying, there's been a few product drops. We've had a few um, rollouts already, and we're really excited to get this implemented to our customers. One more thing you'll need to know if you're interested in notifications, you need to purchase Twilio segments, and we can go through what that all means um, on an email or a phone call. But if you have any questions with notifications or how to get information or implement that into your company, you can email our CRM team. So it's just CRM team at rccbi.com and they can get you all the information to start using notifications, whether you're doing texting or emailing, or you can always email sales at rccbi.com or your favorite fuel support personnel. Lots of ways to get a hold of us. So right now with uh, the notifications, our hooks in place currently are, like Jessica described the queries, I think there's two queries, right? There's the equipment query, three queries, the equipment query, the location query, and the customer query that have the little notifications hyperlink in the bottom corner. There's hooks within dispatch manager to notify customers if they're in a load that they're about to receive a delivery to then take a ticket coming from Mogo in real time. When that passes through the real time servers, we see that this customer set up for notifications and we go ahead and text or email them and say, you just got a delivery. Here's the information for that delivery. There's also notifications for payment required and will call customers within Dispatch Manager. So you have to be using the new RCC prep and Dispatch Manager inside of version 10 to be able to send those notifications out saying, hey, you owe me some money, go ahead and pay your bill and I'll make a delivery. Or hey, we noticed that you're underneath 20%, why don't you go check your tank and give us a call. And there's also, is there any hooks within that I'm missing here within FDS? There's some in the hub, so you can do ad hoc notifications. So the one-offs that you just need to send a customer on the fly, you can do that. Um, A good example would be it's a new customer of yours and you just want to send them a welcome text or welcome email. That would be one that you could send through the hub. Um, And then the other place that we're getting the hook is when payments are made in RCC. So once a payment is made, you can send a confirmation text or email to say that you received their payment for X amount of dollars. So right now, all those hooks are available in current releases of RCC. How do how does a user go about saying, well, I would really like a hook in this spot now? Now that we have it out there, it's released. Can one of you touch on how we possibly make requests? And, and what does that request look like from moment of request to support staff submitting tasks to then release? Yeah, we, um, we definitely like your feedback. We want to see what areas. Uh, part of that first 
group of people who we listen to, we kind of prioritized a few areas. So we try to hit the ones that we think our customers will use the most to get those out the door um, the quickest. And the best way to contact if you have an idea is emailing that CRM team like Freddie mentioned. Uh, what happens at that point is we have a discussion on the topic that they want in the system. And then we often meet with our development team to see how easy it would be to implement inside of there. From that point, we create a task. A lot of you hear us creating tasks. So that's a way for us to keep track of the information so that we get that information correct to our developers and it's very detailed. Um, once the developer completes that task, it gets released in a hotfix or service pack. And through that, we also have a quality control team who tests our product. They test every single task that gets released. They make sure there's nothing impacting before we release it to you guys. So we really try to do a broad overview testing before we release it. Awesome. And how would you go about purchasing the 60,000 segments, Freddie? Sales at rccbi.com. Or go through your favorite support staff yep. and they'll email sales for you. Contact one of us here at RCC and they'll direct out all the calls to the right personnel. Um, I would like to mention one thing before we move on uh, to the next topic is you're talking about tasks. Um, Abby, I'll touch on you on this one a little bit because I've been scolded by you a few times because you'd say, does this fall within oh, our Kill Classic task, Freddie? Um, so why don't you tell our users a little bit about you know what we're working on, like, like, like Kyle and, and Jess were talking about in these hooks that come into place. Mm -hmm. Well, do they just jump right into the programmer's list or is there some type of a hierarchy of what they're working on currently? Yeah, that's a really great question. And, and you're right, I do. I, sometimes I pull Freddie back down out of the clouds. <laughs> um, he, he's a great dreamer and, and I love that. But we do also have to keep in mind kind of our goals of getting that kill classic and getting that version kind of done so we can get into the fun of version 10 and everything that we can do there um, and everything we see in the future that that can give us. So um, we really do kind of weigh those options and talk with developers and, and mainly I look to, to Nate as our head developer here and say, will this affect our kill classic timeline? And if it doesn't, then if it's a programmer who is not working on project kill classic, then that it can, you know, pop up on the list a little higher um, and possibly get done a little bit faster. So, um, so yeah. So Abby, how would people go about finding information out on these tasks that have been created and when they're completed, if they were bumped up and able to be done immediately? Absolutely. That's an awesome question. We get that question from customers a lot. How do I know what's, when I put an upgrade or service pack or hotfix on, how do I know what's different in here? And programmers, developers have come up with an awesome feature that um, it, when you log into version 10, uh, I think this is on 32, 10.02, 32 and above, there's a see what's new down in the bottom. And I believe you even get a little notification when you first log in that first time after hotfix or service pack update. You can click on that and that gives information that developers have put together of what's contained and what's changed since their their last update so it's pretty that's cool. awesome there's also a really cool feature in there that you can provide us feedback for mm -hmm. so if you're listening to this podcast go ahead down there and say i really like what abby and kyle and freddie and jess just said or i don't yes flood our dashboard with your comments we love it 
Um, one more thing I'm going to talk about the whole uh, send us feedback. You all should be getting an email as well from us, monthly email that is going to be giving you the next topic. Um, so when you see that and you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for us to talk about during our RCC Insider podcast, make sure you, you fill out that survey. It's just give us some feedback and, and you should look for those uh, in your inbox monthly. So let's jump over to our next topic, which is service manager. Um, dun, dun, dun. I mean, it's exciting. We have the old calendar. It's finally here. We have something that I, we've always had a service calendar, but I feel like it was just not put together good enough. Mm-hmm. And Shane and, and Jared and the rest of the team that's been working on the calendar, they've been doing a fantastic job, an incredible job. Uh, the layout looks good. Uh, you can see your service work orders. The colors are amazing. Very functional. We're excited about it. And I know we've done five or six product drops and it's live right now. You can get it. Um, so one of you kind of tell us the whole timeline and the story of Service Manager. And what service pack do I need to be on to have that? Sure. Um, to answer Kyle's question first, you should come up to 1002-3402. That's our latest release as of today, which is September 29th. <laughs> that they should be up to date on that if they want to utilize that Service Manager. Um, like Freddie said, we do have some recordings out there that we can definitely pass you if you want to take a look on what this all entails. There's a lot of good information that Freddie has shared in these various product drops and trainings for you to just become aware on how you want to use it. Uh, one of the things that I like about it is I feel like it's so user-friendly that you just get in there, you can see everything right on the screen, it's easy to toggle back and forth, you can add a service worker order on the fly. It's very user-friendly um, compared to our classic service manager. So it's something I really I really think is amazing for you users to just hop in there and they're able to click around and do what they want and make it work for them. And Abby, we're using this in internal as well, correct? Yep. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we do use the service part internally here a lot for um, like when purchase orders, when you guys are coming through and saying, hey, I want this awesome interface. I want to, you know, start doing accounts payable, GL or whatever. And that, that gets assigned to our folks here on fuel support who are going to help you all get that set up. So it's yeah. a great tracking tool for it's us It's a too. really great tra- tracking tool because sometimes I have to nudge. I'm not going to say nag. I'll say nudge Jess. I'm like, hey, Jess, <laughs> I sent you a, a service work order last week for you know implementing this remote sensor. Do we have a fuel support assigned to it yet? And I say, Freddie, it's only been 30 minutes. Yeah, usually. <laughs> <laughs> We yes. love the excitement of, yes. of new new modules and interfaces like that, especially when we can use them internally. Mm-hmm. Well, it gives us a, it gives us that chance to use it, and like you, like our customers are, are using it maybe a little bit differently, but we get to see that functionality and what works, maybe what doesn't, um, and enhance on that. So, and this is a great example of how RCC releases things out in different phases. Mm-hmm. So, Service Manager has multiple phases that are going out there. Correct, Freddie? I know that this was one of your projects that you kind of started and got the ball rolling on, and then once it kind of levels out, then we kind of hand that off to the the service manager team to then start implementing with everybody. And this first rollout that's in Service Pack 34 is what we codenamed Phase Mm 1. And that included the basic calendar, being able to assign service work orders, move them around fluidly, 
download to Mogo, um, having an unassigned zone of work orders, which we've never had before. You just, you, if it wasn't on the calendar and you didn't have the necessary information on the service work order, just didn't show up. Now you have this clear visibility into what don't I have times on, what don't I have assigned to a technician, you know, all of that, those features that we didn't have before. What is kind of it looking like for the phase two, phase three portions of it? Because I, I know there's features in there that our users are going to look at and say, well, I really wanted to do this and interact with Mogo in this way. Or I really wish that I had a map on my screen that I can see all my work orders, especially in that summer where I'm required to do 150 gas checks. I want to see them all on the map. So kind of, you know, this is our phase one. What's kind of the user's hope and lookout for the future? Sure, I can answer that one. Um, so I just talked to Shane actually this morning and reached out to him and just said, "How are things going?" And that's one of the things we do at RCC here is we're, we're you know we're not you know managing them to see if they're getting stuff done. We're just excited to see what they're working on, and that's what's fun about these projects is you get to stay in the loop of things. So I sent him my my weekly email. Hey Shane, what you working on? And he said that he's you know in deep with the whole time off, which is super exciting. Phase two of Service Manager is going to be the time off feature, which allows you to basically schedule personnel time off. And you can lock out that Kyle's not going to be here Friday and Monday of this week and next week. So if, if a CSR or, or service tech tries to schedule service work order and they put Kyle's name on there, we'll say, nope, he's, he's got time off. He, he can't do it. And when you look at the map too, because we're all about visual, RCC is a visual company, it shows that, that it's almost grayed off. So you can see that there's something going on with Kyle. So we're really excited about that step. And that's a big project. And, and kudos to um, Shane and his team for taking on that, that role. And that's been a question we've been asked since I've been here a long many time. years ago. Users if we could have schedule. been asking right. for vacations or to mark that off that they're sick. Or Always, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're really Jeez. excited about that one. So I think, that, and I think that's going to be a 10.02.36 release. And then once that's done um, and the core of it's tested and it's working fine, then we're going to be working on which is our phase three, and that's the map. That one's going to take some time um, because... We, want, we have a whole whiteboard of ideas we want. So if anyone has any good suggestions for what we should do on the map, please email sales at rccbi.com, email the CRM team, you can email your favorite fuel support, you can email Kyle, you can email Jess, Abby, any of us, and just give us- You can text us... Freddie at 320. <laughs> <laughs> Most of you probably have my number, so thank you for that, that, Abby. You're welcome. Also, make sure you keep an eye out for Survey Monkeys. Yes. You know, that, that's a surveying tool we use to send through email that'll ask when, when developers come to us and say, okay, Freddie, you had this idea, and we have these six questions on how a user might use it. And everybody here at RCC provides input into that idea. And at times we go, we don't really know how our user base might use that. So we'll send out a survey monkey and say, you know, would you use the map and service work order in this way and have multiple choice questions or texting fields that you can input? We take those and that determines the direction we go on a project. So those are very important. If you want input in, look out for those survey monkeys because those will provide direct input into us. Or click the send feedback button. Exactly. On the right the side of RCC. We get that as well. Yep. So, Freddie, how much does Service Manager cost? 
Service manager is a price of zero dollars and zero cents. Um, the only <laughs> nothing's <laughs> free. What? Okay. No. <laughs> For some of you that are listening, we'll find a way to charge you. No, I'm kidding. But um, but all in all seriousness, um, it, it is part of the core package. The only thing that you could expect to be billed um, is maybe just some training set up. You know, we want to make sure that your personnel are set up. They're showing up in the calendar. Um, there's going to be some cleanup, just like DM. The first time you, you started using DM, you're going to have ten, hundreds, thousands of locations that all of a sudden need a delivery because it's just locations that were never taken care of. It's going to be the same thing with your service work orders. The first time you see a list of all open service work orders, it may be overwhelming, um, but that's a great time to clean those old ones up. So the 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 price you'll pay will be just someone to sit down with you and kind of show you how to use it and set up and clean up. Other than that, it's, it's included in the, in the package. And I know um, we have a really good manual along with the video. Um, same with notifications. We have a really good uh, tech, what do they call it? Uh, Samantha is really good at documenting things. She is amazing at documenting things. Yeah. It's one of her passions, which we definitely appreciate about her, but she's great at Technical doing- writing. There you go. I'll give her that. That's what I was trying to figure out, but go ahead. She's good at doing user manuals yes. and keeping things simple and concise with screenshots in there to easily follow along with a lot of those features that they can utilize. Yeah, so I think she has a couple good documents on notifications and service managers. So. That's awesome. Well, those are the two topics that we were covering today, and we hope that if any of you listening to this that are not using it, uh, call in and, and want to start getting more information on this. Uh, just so that people are aware, because, you know, we have been uh, rolling out version 10 to our current user base for, what, three or four years now. What is the process if somebody's out there and is still using what we deem the classic screens or even versions prior to that? How do they go about just saying, hey, I want to go up to version 10 because I heard about texting and I heard about service manager and I need that now? Sure, yeah, the first place that we direct people is our website, rccbi.com. Um, through there, there is a um, capability of an upgrade form that you need to fill out online. What happens is that emails quite a few of us here at RCC that you wanna upgrade. It asks you some basic questions on what you're currently utilizing out of the system and what version you're currently on. And then our lovely Nancy is the coordinator on all of the upgrades. So she'll be the one that reaches out to you and then we kind of schedule it from there on what works with you. And along with that, we need to do um, system compatibility checks to make sure that you meet the requirements for version 10 on both server and workstations to upgrade. And if you don't, there's this amazing uh, option we offer out there with the RCC cloud that if your servers and your workstations don't meet our requirements, you can talk to our sales team about the RCC cloud and you'll never have to worry about hardware requirements ever again. Yep, and to find that form that uh, Jess was talking about, when you go to our website, just hover over support, and I believe it's called RCC's Product Upgrade Request Form or something like that. So fill it out, and if you can't find it, you can always email sales or your favorite fuel support. Thank you for listening to the RCC Insider, a series to RCC's Fuel the Conversation, the podcast for fuel people by fuel people. Tune in next time for more helpful tricks, tips, and there's a switch for that discussion.
to submit questions for future RCC Insider topics, keep an eye out for our email blast or email podcasts at rccbi.com. To listen to more Fuel the Conversation podcasts and additional series, you may find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. For more information on RCC, please visit www.rccbi.com or you can contact sales at rccbi.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. This is Jessica. This is Abby. And this is Freddie. And this is Kyle, signing off.